This show is part of the Head Stuff Podcast Network. What's the best way to reduce? Eat plenty or starve yourself? 30 pounds in just 18 weeks. Jenny Craig totally worked. I love to eat, but overeating made it impossible to lose weight. My body wants bread, and I'm going to give my body what it wants. <laughs> so I naturally. Medical studies prove that overeating is the number one reason for weight gain. If you need to lose weight, you Welcome to Fat Camp, a podcast that throws a comedy eye over our societal obsession of diets. Now, a little disclaimer, we are not health experts, but we are fad diet connoisseurs. I'm your host, comedian Grace Mulvey. And I'm your co-host, Connor Dowling. Welcome to Fat Camp. Hey everybody, welcome to a very special episode of Fad Camp. We're so happy to welcome you back to the show. I'm here, of course, today with Grace, as always. Hey Grace, how's it going? Woo! Grace <laughs> is full of beans. <laughs> full of beans. We are still loving our lovely new podcast studio in the Head Stuff Podcast Network. Yeah. Shout out. Shout out to Head Stuff. It has still taken us a good hour to It so. has. We're still figuring it out. And Grace has actually taken the form of our tech specialist now. She's she's guiding us through this whole experience, which is just very refreshing, very exciting. Yeah. I'm, I'm being slightly, you know, uh, facetious, but seriously, she is actually like saving our asses here. So... It turns out going to that one meeting yes. and they show you around really yeah. hurts. Turns out actually listening <laughs> helps. Actually actually listening to the people at Head Stuff when they show yeah. you around the studio really helps. Yeah. Um, who knew? Who knew? <laughs> I went through my whole entire education without listening to people. And then this one time I'm like, oh, listening works. This is weird. <laughs> Amazing. Oh, I'm just, I'm I'm so excited you're able to do this for us. Um, it's a bit warm, a bit warm today, but we're not complaining. Lads, we're, we're recording this, um, what is it, the 24th of July, yeah. during the heat wave. We are in a very warm room. Mm. Like, it is, let's just say, I... I might take some videos to put up on the L socials, but then at the same time, I'm like, maybe I won't because maybe I don't want to do that to our listeners. I think we right now are better on, on a sort of audio wave yes. rather than a visual medium. Remember Ace Ventura 2 when he was stuck inside the rhino? <laughs> that's that's us. That's us right now. So if you notice a certain sweaty, delirious quality to our conversation today, that's what it is. Yeah, and I'm, we like it. In a way, it feels like we're trying some sort of like heat fast situation. Yeah. Like, it, it, you know, when people go into, um, and I, I've heard of this before, where like people, athletes and stuff to lose weight really quickly, they go into a sauna, totally. fully dressed, and they start running on the spot yeah. and doing like, like doing like a hit, a hit session of running. That's how I feel right now. That, but I, I haven't done that insa- insane thing. It's like I'm trying to drop weight really quickly for a boxing match. And I don't I, want to. I believe they call that cutting, cutting weight. That's like, okay. and that's what we're doing right now. So I love that. And, you know, that just makes me feel like I'm burning calories just talking right now because I'm expending so much energy. Yeah, I know. I This is the most unintentional diet I've ever gone through. Imagine the heat wave is just like um, a diet every year or something yeah. like that that you get to do in the summer you're forced to do. Grace and Connor coming at you from the center of the sun. <laughs> uh, so Grace, um, yeah, I'm really excited to talk about this diet. This is one that since we started the podcast, I was like, oh yeah, eventually I'll do this diet. Eventually we'll talk about yes. this diet. Um, because this was a major part of my life for so long. This is so funny because I don't think we've discussed this diet mm. that you've done before. Also, we haven't actually recorded an episode about a diet we've 
gone through True. for a while. We've True. been covering other types yeah. of topics in the diet culture. So I'm very excited yeah. to hear this traumatic event you went Totally. <laughs> so like if anyone can, if anyone has thought, been listening to us and thought, oh, Grace and Connor have run out of their own diets to try. Oh. oh we're just getting started. Well. <laughs> Baby girl, all oh, this diets you've never heard of that I've tried. <laughs> So have you heard of, I suppose this will be the name of the episode. So the four hour body. Have you heard of that? The four hour body? Yeah. I've actually, no, I've never heard of that. Okay, amazing. Okay. Have you heard of a man called Tim Ferris? Tim Ferris, A boy named Sue. Um, okay, a man named Tim Ferris. Never heard of Tim Ferris. Okay, well, interesting. Um, well, the thing about Tim Ferris is... I've heard of Ferris Bueller's Day Out, that's it. Well, I haven't heard of that because the... Is the film based on Tim Ferriss? <laughs> <laughs> Ferris Bueller's Day Out is him trying to get a four-hour body. So this is about the, fair, the, the Ferris Bueller's Day Off diet. Oh, yeah. Uh, where yes. you skip school, skip breakfast <laughs> and get lean. Um, <laughs> but basically the thing about Tim Ferriss is he is like one of the biggest podcasters in the world among mm. many other things. Okay. He's, um, he became famous in the 2000s when he wrote this best-selling book called The 4-Hour Workweek. And it's basically a series of kind of life hacks right. for the um, business world and okay. how to like, you know, just get it done. Yeah, you yeah. know, I like it. Uh, I, I'm behind the 4-Hour Workweek. Totally. 4-Day <laughs> Workweek. Yeah. But also the 4-Hour Workweek, I'm well, well behind. Yeah, and, and you see... It's 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 almost kind of a hard subject to go because he covers so many different areas, yeah. you know. But just to give you a, a very basic idea of his origin is that you know he um, was a he he wrote this book the Four Hour Workweek and that was like to like enhance like productivity and like retire young and become super right. rich and all this sort of stuff. I did read that book and I have to say, a lot of impractical advice that the average person really? is not going to. It's one of the take. advice. Be born rich. <laughs> I, I mean, that's kind of in the subtext. You know? I, I do love that. Yeah. Whenever people are like, you know, if, if you buy a house, if you can just get money off your parents, and you're like, oh, I was that's very a good life fortunate hack. to have a wealthy uh, investment from my parents. Yeah, I mean, but he does have like you know general kind of like tips along the way of how to kind of like some of the things he would he would um, uh, uh, propagate are things like. Um, you know, having having standing meetings, you know, like so everyone's not like right. you know, in a boardroom sitting down yes. and just kind of hanging out. Like, you know, just have yeah. standing meetings so yeah. people want to leave. Uh, sitting at your desk with headphones or headset on so people don't bother you and talk Ooh. to you while you're trying to get your work yeah. done. Yeah. Things like that. So there are things like that. But then there's things like... As a woman, I do that in public <laughs> sure. situations yeah. so men She's won't talk to me. She's wearing a headset right now so I don't even know if we're talking to each <laughs> yeah, other right yeah, now. Yeah. And yet men still approach women <laughs> yes, and go exactly. like, hey, I'm just going to talk to you. <laughs> Why aren't you smiling, Grace? Um... <laughs> But yeah. a lot of the a lot of the advice in it is just not practical. It's yeah. just it just gets very kind of jargony and very like okay, I guess this would technically work, but it's probably just like more work to actually do this right. So throughout all of this, this guy is becoming a a, a very good dancer, a very yeah. good athlete. Mm -hmm. He was like um, an MMA champion at one stage. Wow. Uh, big into fitness, of course. Throughout this process, he had a lot of injuries, of course, as a lot of athletes yeah. do. And throughout his quest for fitness, um, he developed all of these kind of, uh, or, or really adopted a lot of these kind of um, methods to okay. lose weight, uh, uh, but do it in an efficient way. Okay. Uh, exercise, but do it in an efficient way. Heal from uh, injuries, improve sleep, improve sex life, all of these kind of like life yeah. hacky kind of things. And he, he, he put all of that together into this book called The 4-Hour Body. And this was actually my introduction. So I would have read this book first okay. and come 
to his other stuff later. He is a uh, he's an, also an angel investor. He was very big with like Stumble Upon and things okay. like that. If you ever remember that, shout out to Stumble Upon. <laughs> and uh, so the Four Hour Body Program positions itself. Okay, yeah, sorry. One question: What is his then qualifications at all to be giving any kind of okay. fitness or diet yeah. advice? <clears throat> well, so <laughs> so his whole thing, and it's in it's part of the journey of the Four Hour Body, is self-experimentation so he calls himself a human guinea pig (laughs) so he tries out uh guinea pig food no he tries out (laughs) he's on all fours he's in a cage he's a very interesting man Um, he's like he shits in hay it's the guinea pig diet you just eat what a guinea pig eats and you're definitely gonna lose weight run on a treadmill um so yeah it's all about self-experimentation he will try out things and throughout the course of the book he tells stories about things that he tried that you would go like okay i'm never gonna try that he he talks about like weighing his food that he eats Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and then weighing his poo to see what the difference is. You know, he talks about things like that. Are you actually <laughs> That's joking? something that he does. That's It's in the book. Wait, I don't understand. He weighs his food. <laughs> yes. Then eats it. <laughs> and then he weighs his poo from that food. Yeah. Why? <laughs> to see... What's left? To, what, yeah. Like, does yeah. he go, okay, if I eat... Um, my math here is going to show. But if I eat like 60 grams of chicken, <laughs> my poop is 30 grams. Yeah. My poop... That Where, means, where's the other 30 grams? Exactly. Got? Yeah, so things like that. That's just the tip of the Pooberg right now. <laughs> um... He, he he did like sort of implants and stuff like that where he would like implant this kind of like glucose monitor so he would be able to, you know, kind of Which measure. Which diabetics have like. Yeah, yeah things yeah. like that. He, there, I, you know, it's so long since I've read the book, but there's lots of different stuff. And then he talks about other people who've experimented on things and he's kind of adopted their approaches as well. It sounds like this man spent a year in a cave. <laughs> He, he and came out, out being like, this girl's 30 grams of chicken. I don't know where it is yeah. in my body. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Where's the chicken? You know, I just think it's, he sounds like a very unique individual. Yeah. But I'm wondering, like, you know. Well, absolutely. Um, and he does pride himself on, you know, uh, his stories about the crazy things that he's done. Yeah. Like, you don't have to do all this crazy stuff because I've done it for you and I've figured out all the best stuff. So you yeah. can do all the best stuff. But if you're a little bit crazy, you can try this extra stuff as well, right. you know? Yeah. So it, that's part of an endearing kind of part of the, the story that makes it this, like, interesting challenge. And when you're a young guy like myself at the time, when I did this in my, say, um, early to mid-20s, yeah. I was like, yeah, I want to shake things up, try something different, try yeah. something crazy. The, the whole thing about biohacking and life hacking was yeah. only coming into our kind of vocabulary at the time. This was like 10 years ago. Yeah, before BuzzFeed did like 10 life yeah, hacks exactly. you can do when you want to redo your bathroom. And you're like, totally. wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you want to redo your bathroom? Redo your body. Yeah, and it's always just Amazon products. Yeah. yeah. So he is himself a very charismatic man, a very yeah. sensitive man, very interesting man. He has done TED Talks and talked about his experience with depression and there's some really powerful stories mm-hmm. about that. He's big, in, he's currently big into like stoicism and philosophy. Um, his podcast is one of the most popular yeah. podcasts in the world, the Tim Ferriss show, I think it's called. I've listened to a few episodes. He has thought leaders, athletes, actors, just fancy people yeah. who he wants to talk yeah. to. He He's like, can speak multiple, multiple languages and he, oh he had a TV show where he learned like a language a week and stuff like that and he's he's really impressive guy like really just top of his game in so many areas you know and he's a great writer as well he uses a lot of storytelling tools that we'd be familiar with from like save the cat and uh, robert mckee's story to 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 tell the story of his life and how he kind of used these tools to become like totally ripped and in the best health of his life 
Um, so it's a it's a it's an excellent read. The yeah. book is is actually, yeah. and he also considers the book a choose your own adventure book. Yeah. So there's kind of like a section on diet, a section on exercise, a section on sleep, and a section on sex. And all of this Ooh. is coming back to me as I'm talking. I'm not even reading off the screen anymore. That's so funny yeah. that like. <laughs> But I find it so funny because, like, the sex one, does he have, like, reviews? Like, women going, like, 10 out of 10. <laughs> he has he has some very interesting stories about uh, putting ads on Craigslist and experimenting with, like, um, orgasmic meditation and things like wow. that. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, he's from San Francisco, so they're, you yeah, know. They're a, bit, they're, a, they're a bit looser out yeah. there. They have a good time. <laughs> Do you know what I find? Um, he sounds, the more you talk, the more I'm like, is this a cult leader? Like, like, I was like, Connor, yeah. the more you talk, you've got more charismatic I know. Talk, speaking about him. I know. But now I feel like I'm like, Connor, are, are you trying to sell me this I know. diet? <laughs> I'm, I suppose what I'm trying to get across is the things that sold me and yes. the things that probably yeah. sold a lot of people. Yeah. Um, because. And it's, by the way, like. You, even you saying that, you don't even have to explain. I've done so mm, many crazy diets totally. that it's like, it's also the frame of mind you're in. But also like when a new thing comes out and the media all push it yes. and go, this is the latest new thing and a woman lost four stone and she thought she was going to lose her leg yes. but instead she lost the four stone. Yeah. And then you're like, oh my God, I can do that too. Yeah. What is it? And it's like, this guy is like a genius. Yeah. We're not going to mention his credentials. Yeah. <laughs> you should do so. It's very easy to get caught. And there seems to be every year, every few months, some sort of new thing that they're like, this saved someone's life. And you're like, oh, I'll buy into it. Like, yeah. Mm -hmm. So I, I, there's not even need to explain. Exactly. But I can kind of see exactly how it would happen. Yeah. And in a way, I'm like, what was the sleep hacks? Because I had a really bad sleep <laughs> yeah. last one. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. Like, I mean, there's, you see, that's the thing, right? Since it is a choose your own adventure book, there, as he calls it, there are so many different things you can do in it. Uh, I'll touch on as many as I can, but really we're talking about diet here because yep. that's, that's yep. you know, yep. our show. Yeah. So one of the sections of the book is the diet and it, the diet he has within his four-hour body yeah. is called the slow carb diet. And have you heard of that? No, and I don't want to. Yeah. Um, no, I've never heard of that mm -hmm. one because I've always lived my life by the fast carb sure. diet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. My, my life has been sponsored, sponsored by bread and potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> the book was originally published in 2010. It's a combination of weight loss tips and anecdotes pertaining to general health and well-being. In addition to the diet program, the book also includes tips on reducing your needed hours of sleep, increasing your muscle mass, and improving your sex life. Most, uh, most of all, the book claims you can lose 20 pounds of body fat in 30 days while following the program. And throughout the book, you hear stories and anecdotes to back up these claims. You see before and after yeah. pictures, you hear stories of people uh, who've done it in different ways, but ultimately followed this right. slow carb diet. So he's 20 not... pounds, by the way, mm -hmm. in, in 30 days. Yeah. That's nearly a, a, like nearly a pound a day. Yeah. That's a, a stone and six pounds. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. And, you know, people do do that on a, on a whole range of diets, but to kind of like... So approach weight, like, approach yeah. your weight loss with that kind of intensity in mind. It, yeah. it can be very challenging and damaging. And um, yeah, you know, some people have mixed results. And, and you know, as, as we both know, like when you start losing weight, you lose the most weight oh, the yeah. fastest at the start. Yeah. Yeah. And then it kind of plateaus and it slows down yeah. and all that sort yeah. of thing. So like, yeah, it's it sounds amazing to say, oh, wow, 20 pounds a third day. This is how every, <clears throat> totally. like I always find with every diet, regardless mm -hmm. of who's speaking about it, never are they like, so just a slow and steady, yeah. maybe like a pound every two months. And you're like, oh, because that doesn't sound sexy. Like, as in like, yeah. that doesn't sell you. As in, if, some, if someone was realistic, yeah, you might lose like five pounds in two months. 
which mm. actually is a very healthy way of yeah. doing it. If you want to lose weight, it's very sustainable. But that's not what's going to get people in. No. So 20 pounds in 30 days. Holy God. Like, yeah. So essentially you're like, um, so if you could just not live your life for 30 days, oh you'll lose 30 pounds. <laughs> well, that's you know? the thing, you know, that was really coming up for me when I was like doing the research and kind of like just remembering how restrictive this really is. Yeah. Yeah. And like, you know, people, we all, we've all at some stage heard have more protein, have less yeah. carbs, yeah. right? But when you take carbs off the table, um, which, you know, is a bit of a, uh, it's, 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 it's a bit of a misconception because you can never not have carbs, right? Yeah. No matter yeah. what you eat, there's, there'll be carbs in some, in everything, yeah. unless you yeah. just eat like lean protein for the rest of your life, which is never going to happen. But um, <clears throat> when you take things like staple foods, like bread and pasta and rice, yeah. things that are just so like, they're things that peasants have eaten for yeah, years yeah, yeah. to stay full yeah. and and have energy <laughs> yeah, and yeah. you know not go crazy and not die basically yeah, yeah. and you completely eliminate those it's, it's, what it does it's a bad your, time what it does to your mentality <coughs> I'll always remember I always remember like in some of my worst diets where I'd be taking carbs out yeah. I, if I got to have a carb a day right and I and I was having bread. If I got the heel of the oh, bread, oh that heel, that heel, because I was like, oh my god, there's more yeah. on the heel. Yeah, <laughs> I know people hate the heel, but I'm always like, the heel of the bread has more. We were talking about yeah, bread what, heels the other yeah, day. Has more on it than a normal slice. Yeah, that, that's how that's how minutia. Hot take: the heel is the best part. The heel. Listen, and if you don't like the heel. Stop listening right <laughs> yeah. now because the rest of this podcast is just us talking about the heel of the bread. Sorry. Anyway, go on. So the slow carb diet, okay. let's tell everyone what it's all about because this is really the centerpiece of it and this is what yeah. I followed for so long. It claims that emphasizing lean proteins, legumes, oh. and non-starchy vegetables can lead to rapid and significant weight loss. The diet requires you to eat the same foods every day. Oh my God, amazing. Right? I love that. So that sounds very exciting, right? <laughs> Yeah, so, and as Ferris, as Tim Ferriss writes, the slow-carb diet is, quote, the only diet besides the rather extreme cyclical ketogenic diet, which... Is the keto diet. The keto diet, which at the time reading this book, I was like, never heard of that. That sounds like some crazy science thing. Which is now an extremely popular yes. diet, yeah. But he says, it's, it, besides the ketogenic diet, the slow-carb diet is the only diet that has produced veins across my abdomen, which is always the last place I lose fat. So when you when you read that, you go, what does that mean? Veins across the abdomen. That means washboard stomach, right. no belly fat. Like when right. someone has like a real muscly bicep and yes. there's big nasty veins on it, yeah. getting that on the bell, the Which belly. I've seen that like, obviously like the Marvel guys will get or whatever. Right, okay. And that's because they're like, you know, working out five times yes. a day and, and eating 12,000 calories just of lean chicken. <laughs> yes. You know what I mean? But like and also that you get if you're dehydrated. Yes, Right. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. So in the slow carb diet, you'll mainly eat animal protein and eggs. Oh. <laughs> well, let's talk about the eggs <laughs> and legumes such as lentils and different types of beans, non-starchy vegetables like spinach, broccoli, asparagus, and green beans. You're allowed to eat as much as you like. Oh my God. I love that you can eat as many legumes as you want. Yeah. <laughs> of any of the foods that fall into the approved groups, you'll pick three or four meals that you prefer and repeat them over and over for the duration of the program. Oh Oh. which simplifies preparation and planning. And uh, depending on what you choose to eat, it's, it's the idea is that it simplifies shopping. It simplifies cleanup. It simplifies thought that you can just go, yeah. I can just eat the same things over and over again. Uh, but the other aspect is he claims in the book somewhere, I don't have the exact quote, but he claims that 
your body gets used to processing the same foods like so it's like less work for the body mm. but i think other health people would disagree because there's this there's such a thing called microbiome diversity which is a diversity of the bacteria in your gut that comes from eating a, a broad range of foods right so the enzymes to break down a certain type of food will only develop in your gut if you eat that type right. of food okay okay i feel like i'm a scientist right now sitting opposite you the you, the, web, the moment you said micro microbiome diversity i'm literally like you're in a white lab coat <laughs> <laughs> being like have you heard of this um that's very interesting. I do like the simplified shopping, don't get sure, me wrong. Yeah. But the simplified shopping where you're just going to buy, buy a big bag of legumes. No, I'm and not. eggs. Yeah, oh God. Oh my do you know God. when you've done that, that shit oh diet shop God. where you go in and it's like everything is just the most basic mm-hmm. food. And you know when you, like I, the, the mentality of doing that every time and knowing exactly what you're getting, there's no, you know, there's yeah. no chance of going, oh, geez, they have that on special offer. Yes. Maybe I might, <laughs> maybe I might get that. Or like, oh, they have a lovely, like, oh, I'll treat myself to some chocolate tonight or something. It's so depressing. Yeah. <laughs> going in and going like, legumes again? Yes, please. <laughs> Two bags. <laughs> Put me to the legumes, good sir. <laughs> so, legume aisle. <laughs> oh, the, the legumes are, the legumes are very good today. I'll have to say, this diet did introduce me to lentils it introduced me to tins of black beans and kidney beans and things like that which are supposedly one of the healthiest foods in the world um which i understand why he's uh yeah (laughs) which i understand why he's included them in this diet yeah um so but grace here's the thing we've talked about what you can eat oh let's talk about (laughs) what we are not able to eat because we might be here for a while if we start listing things off i'm just going to say i just want to say what you can eat section took about 30 seconds. Yeah, exactly. What you can't eat, I'm waiting, like, I'll stretch back now and yes. be like, okay, tell me everything. Well, let me just take a deep breath. <laughs> okay, right, so... It's like the, a penny's receipt whenever I go in. Here's the big thing, Grace, right? So I said animal protein, legumes, right. and non-starchy vegetables. Okay. That's what you can eat, right? Okay. Did you notice any important, aside from, like, okay. carbs, did you notice anything important that I have left out? Dairy. Uh, okay, you're not lady dairy, yeah. Okay, yeah. alcohol. Uh, it's very we'll, important to me. We'll circle back to alcohol. Okay. Um, I'm talking about like a very important fruit <laughs> food group. Fruit? Yeah. So fruit... You literally said is, fruit. I know, I know, sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. And then I was like... Oh, funny, right? So Grace, fruit is a no-go. Oh my God. He'll say things in the book, <sighs> like, and I remember quoting this to people, and it's one of those things that you read at the time, and you're like, yeah. Yeah, and then you say it out loud and someone's like, no. And he'll say things in the book like, our European ancestors didn't have access to Florida oranges in the winter like the way we do. So we shouldn't have access to them all year round. So it's not healthy for us. And then like the very, like, if you think about that for 10 seconds, you go, (laughs) well, our European ancestors weren't known for their long lifespans or like, you know, strong immune systems. So. But also, if you were to carry that logic with everything, yes. essentially you're like, essentially you're like, well, our European ancestors didn't have access to coffee beans. Mm-hmm. Our European ancestors probably didn't have access to certain animal proteins, mm-hmm. which ironically True. you have no issue yes. then. I mean, how many, honest to God, how many ducks, or no, ducks maybe, but like how many, <laughs> I'm like, I'm trying to think, how many sharks? Yeah. <laughs> how many shark fin soups were people having? <laughs> our ancestors having back in the day. Yeah, Don't like, eat shark soup. so this is no fruit at all. And this this That's was a big nuts. thing for me at the time. Including tomatoes. Uh, tomatoes are fruit. Oh, I think tomatoes are one of... Yeah, I think annoying t- person always went like, no, tomatoes are fruit. Yeah. 
I actually think he, there may be an exception for tomatoes. I think there might be an exception for tomatoes and avocados. I could be wrong, but I do remember... Avocados, I mean, our European ancestors, did they have access <laughs> to avocados back in the day? I do, I do have, um, I do remember there being certain salsas that were like, lo- that had like no sugar and stuff that you were able to have. And salsa is like 99% yeah. of the time toma- yeah. tomato based. So I'm assuming tomato was okay, but I think it might have been one of those, like he says, non-starchy vegetables. So no carrots, no parsnips, no sweet potatoes. Joking. Which, by you the know. way, I'm pretty sure. I mean, I don't know, but like, I'm I'm pretty certain carrots are <laughs> are European answers would have had access to. I don't <laughs> right. understand. I know he just picks and chooses yeah. stuff, right? Clearly, maybe he just doesn't like carrots. I'd love to make a diet where I'm just like I set out a book that sells millions, and I'm just like, yeah, I don't I don't like mushrooms. Yeah. No mushrooms. For you. <laughs> yeah, no mushroom <laughs> diet. Yeah. No. Um. Oh my goodness, uh, this is just, it just keeps coming, right? Because like, if you think about like, to be a person, to have to implement all yeah. of these bloody things in your life. Now, yeah. to be fair, this guy, he's all about like productivity and what he calls the minimum effective dose. Have you ever heard of the 80-20 principle? Like doing the 20% of the work that's going to have the most effective kind of outcome right. okay. as opposed to like, you know, so it's trying to be more kind of economical with your time and with yeah. your thinking. Yeah. And yeah. there's a lot of great kind of like science and uh, th- thought work to back that up Uh, so some of it is actually kind of it feels helpful and it feels like yeah I I totally want to cut out all this stuff for me at the time I did not like fruit I I would you know I just whatever it was I I had a big sweet tooth I ate a lot of sugar things like that and I was like boo fruit I don't like fruit boo fruit you know yeah (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> is that not what you said? No. Fruit. <laughs> yeah. I'd love if that's like uh, I'd love if he started selling t-shirts. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, if, oh, are you in the low carb diet? <laughs> boo fruit, boo fruit, man. <laughs> so so this this suited me well to be like, yeah, yeah screw fruit, boo fruit, yep. no fruit for me. Um, Fuck fruit is the next one, to be honest. With you. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> I was doing the PG 13 yeah. version. So, but the big one, the piece de resistance is uh no white carbohydrates. If it's white, unless it's cauliflower, if it's, it's not right, if it's white, <laughs> it's white. It's not right. That's that's good. That's a good lesson for life. That's a good lesson the history books to put yeah. to put in. But uh, white carbohydrates, one hundred percent off the table, out of the diet. This includes bread, aka the devil's food, yeah. pasta, white, and brown rice as well. What? Yeah, brown rice. How so the hell do you any, hate rice? any grains, yeah. any grains, whole wheat spaghetti, like forget about it. Couscous, quinoa, gone. So okay, okay. can you tell me what carb you were eating on this diet? Though? Okay, right. So the reason it's called the slow carb diet is because the diet You have re- to be really slow. <laughs> yeah. The diet recommends that you get your carbs from vegetables so that so that you have to because vegetables are a form of carbohydrate but they're not like a fast acting complex carbohydrate okay. like a white bread like you eat a piece of bread it fills you up it gives you energy if you eat uh like a stick of celery or like a piece of broccoli you cry it well <laughs> it doesn't fill you up and give you energy yeah, in yes. a small amount yes you know so you have to eat a lot of it so can i ask you a question just uh, slightly off topic but i've never eaten celery other than smothered in a sauce or you know like in yeah. any rockets they give you it with like blue cheese sauce they have like chicken wings and your celery so if right. you know, when i was dieting yeah. Yeah. and around friends who were eating a delicious <laughs> chicken wings i would get the celery and be like, can i have this and then i dip it in the blue cheese yeah. 
But I'd be like, apparently, celery burns calories, so it'll burn off yes, the food. Yeah. But it's either that or peanut butter. But like, I've never met a person who's like, oh, brilliant celery. I'll snack on this without smothering sure. it in something delicious. Personally, I've grown more accustomed to vegetables over the years, and I don't mind it. But like, it's not my, it's not a go-to food. It's not a comfort food. No, for no me. one's, no <laughs> one's going like. But no, if I saw someone just snacking on some celery, I'd be like, are you okay? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, are you, do you need help? Do you need assistance? <laughs> have you ever, have you ever made homemade celery juice? No. We may have talked about this you, in our first episode. That's where, I, remember I had my nut milk bag? Do you remember my nut milk oh bag? Oh God, Connor, you did not make celery I made juice. homemade celery juice because I didn't How have a juicer, have a blender, you? have a smoothie. And it, my skin was amazing. I did it for like two days and then I just wasn't arsed like, you know, with the nut milk bag every day. But it, So you had two days of amazing skin? I had the most, <laughs> there's a photo on Instagram and you look back, August 2019. What a day. It's the, what a few days. Yeah. It's the day I decided to grow my hair long, actually. And I was nice. I took a photo of myself and my skin looks amazing. I attributed it completely to the celery juice and nothing else. <laughs> Listen, I could get behind maybe knocking back celery juice every once in a while. But like, you know, no way, yeah. actually. Do you know what? I wouldn't do it myself. This is why... Blue I, cheese, blue cheese uh, smoothie <laughs> first thing in the morning. Let's do it. I've shot of, a shot of celery juice. But like, straight, straight followed by a shot of blue cheese. That's yeah. how I did it. Yeah. As, so, yeah. So, just to, to give you an idea. So, vegetables, protein, legumes... No carbs, no fruit, no sugar. No fun. No, yeah, don't drink your calories is one of his uh, things, yeah. you know. So, like, if you, really, if you have to ask, you can't have it, okay? Right. You can't, you just okay. you can't have it, you know. So, so, <laughs> so, protein. This diet made me obsessed with protein. And Grace, I think one of the things that was really interesting for me uh, going back over this was that, like, the thing about me now is, I follow a plant-based diet, yeah. I, which is also known as veganism. Yeah. Um, I do it for ethical reasons. I do it yeah. for, uh, you know, environmental reasons. Yeah. And I do it for some health reasons yeah, that, yeah, I, yeah. that I believe in yeah. as well. But ethical is like at the top of this. Yeah, yeah. At, for animal cruelty, right? Yeah. But basically, going back over this, it reminded me how obsessed I was with protein, how obsessed yes. I was with animal protein, and how much I ate of it all the time. And being totally honest, as like a very... Um, passionate vegan yeah uh there's part of me that looks back and goes oh god i ate so many fucking animals like yeah, you know that's horrible yeah, like yeah. i ate way more than a normal person yeah. would um but i lived in the butchers like it was crazy now i can't walk by butchers without retching like if i'm totally honest but yeah. i was like the best friends of the butchers and they would like you know real complicated pieces of meat like pork joints and steaks Jeez. and stuff like that and they would like cut it up for me and prepare it and all that and I would make it, it did introduce me a lot of different cooking styles. But the big thing about this was the breakfast, right? So he, Tim Ferriss recommends on the slow carb diet, 30 grams of protein within 30 minutes of waking up, oh. right? So your breakfast has to include 30 grams of protein, okay. now, a hot protein injection. Oh, uh, <laughs> you know, like one of those from time to time, right, ladies? Oh, I'm going to cut that out. Um, no, I want to keep that in. <laughs> oh, that's what she said. Um, so the breakfast grace what was oh it good God. like it was no, good no, no awful grace 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 right was, i'm gonna describe breakfast? it right okay okay did you have to slaughter a cow in the morning so this is this is the breakfast yeah every morning right no this breakfast uh scrambled eggs right okay nice three eggs Ooh. so three eggs okay That's every morning every morning okay every morning uh in, so, so you, you get your so it's actually to do with how you make it really as well. So you get your plastic lunchbox, right? Yeah. You crack three eggs into that. Yeah. You take a few spoons of brown lentils from the can. Okay. okay. <laughs> I'm getting so. And then a handful here. of spinach. Okay, I get and the then, spinach. And then you mix it all up together, and then you put that into the microwave in the lunchbox. You just let it do its thing. 
Mm. And then you take that with you on your morning commute or whatever. Right. And when I say... I'm sure you were, everyone was a big fan of you on that morning commute. Le- oh, God, I can yeah, only imagine. Yeah. That so, eggy smell. <laughs> yeah, so so eggs, to be honest, at the moment, like they, they gross me out anyway. Yeah, yeah. But even back then when I ate eggs all the time, like plain scrambled eggs... You need a bit, I, like, you know, yeah, you need a bit of something in there. Like, like when it's not done in the pan with yeah, a bit of oil yeah, or butter yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. It's it's plain scrambled eggs, Grace. It's plain scrambled eggs. <laughs> plain lentils by themselves. Now, I, you know, as vegan, I eat lentils all the time. Uh, by themselves with nothing on them. Disgusting. Oh, Spinach. Something I also eat all the time without anything on it. Disgusting. Yeah. It's like grass. Yeah, it's like eating grass. Of course it is. And I remember choking this this Jeez. recommended breakfast yeah. down every yeah. single day yeah. on the train on the way to work again yeah people probably thought it was disgusting uh, which I was and I don't blame them eventually I started adding the only dairy item oh, allowed into this kind of breaking the rules do you know what that dairy item is oh it was a butter no, no? Uh, the only one that's allowed yeah did you say yogurt no that's not allowed Jeez. imagine cheese isn't allowed cottage cheese the most disgusting and insipid, bland tasting of all of the cheeses. Cottage Ugh. cheese. I'm retching thinking about cottage it. Cottage cheese is diet culture's go to. Yeah. That and quark. Quark. Oh. I've never had quark. Oh, quark is Slimming World's like go to, and it's crap. <laughs> I'm going to say, I'll put it out there. It's bad tasting. I remember they used to say, put cocoa powder into quark. Right, oh. quark is like a. Wait, like is it a dairy item? It is dairy. It's like a cheese. Okay, but it's like a kind of yogurt cheese. And then they they used to say, oh, if you want to make like a dessert, but you don't want to use your sins, not not an absolutely, of course, not insane way to talk about someone enjoying a pleasurable food, um, put in some cocoa powder, mix it up, and it's like a chocolate mousse. When I say it is the least like a chocolate <laughs> yeah. mousse I have ever tasted. Okay, it's offensive it's like, to chocolate. It's mousse. like saying, oh, if you do this shot of celery, it's like a chocolate mousse. It's not. It's fucking horrible as a chocolate <laughs> yeah. mousse. Excuse yeah. my language. And the name quark. It sounds like quark. someone farting in the bath. Like you know what I mean. <laughs> It sounds like the fart you do after you eat oh cocoa god. powder mixed with pork. Oh, <laughs> oh god, it really does. I right. porked in there. So, <laughs> oh, I'd, I'd wait a while. I'm after quark oh, in there. Sorry, she's been quarking all day. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, so needless to say, I became obsessed with protein, and I became obsessed with carbs. What I couldn't have, what I could have. If you like. Like, Sorry, I, I just want to take yeah. another moment to talk about the fact that you put cottage cheese into scrambled eggs. Into this horrible the mixture. texture of that alone. Mm-hmm. I, I remember one of, so I think I started to change, because that was kind of like an easy on the go kind of breakfast. Mm-hmm. If I was ever at home, I would really go all out and I would have like a breakfast that contained sausages, turkey bacon, scrambled eggs and kidney beans. And that was like this protein on a plate. Like, yeah. you know, yeah. um, again, remember, there's no fruit being yeah, had. No fruit. No, no carbs. Carb. No carbs. Yeah. No slice of toast or anything like that. No. And no fat. Yeah. 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 I mean, there's True. no butter. There's no yeah. peanut butter. There's no, you know, like a lot totally. of a lot of the like, dairy yeah, is yeah. It usually gives a lot of fat in that as well. Yeah. Um, I became obsessed so much. I be I remember scanning the aisles in the supermarkets for uh, you know, reading labels of products, what had carbs, what had sugar, what had protein in it, mm. uh what clever kind of protein snacks I could get. I remember finding uh crab sticks in the supermarket and being like score you know tesco two euro for a packet of non-branded crab Crab sticks sticks. can you please explain crab oh my god it kind of looks like rock candy it's pink on the outside and white on the inside and it's like a long cylinder yeah and it's just like crab meat that someone has like mushed into a cylindrical shape and you know that 
actually doesn't sound too bad to me. It but... was like rubber and it was a dead animal. So now I'm looking back going right, like, of course. And you gross. Do, yeah, yeah, as a vegan, that's, that's <laughs> did, rough. I, did I mention but I'm But do you have that, uh, do you eat that as a snack? So yeah, because you're just like, but protein, as much of it as I ever want, ever, is always allowed. So can you I, can't go wrong with protein. That was the kind of thought process. Yes. Can I just say, this reminds me of the motivation diet, which okay. is in the gym for the episode, which is very high protein, really low carb. Wow. Essentially, you know, re- no carbs, yeah. nearly no carbs. I remember once, but I, once again, protein, 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 protein. Can I just say, I once heard a quote from a doctor who said, no one has ever been hospitalized from a protein deficiency. Yes. Yeah. So this whole well. weird thing about protein is just go way overboard. Mm-hmm. But anyway... I one time brought a packet of prawns to the cinema. Oh, I love it. <laughs> so I sat through a movie. I opened my Tupperware box, which had prawns in it. And my mate, yeah. my mate, um, Erica, how are you? Hey, Erica. Turned to me and went, what are you the doing? The fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> she probably turned and was like, are you? Oh I'm God. sure she was like, I want to help yeah. you, but I can't because you need to realize what you're doing is insane. Oh my God. All on your own. Intervention. Intervention was needed. Like, so so this, this idea of protein makes you think like anything that's protein is good. And now, of course, you start to see in the shops, you see like the word protein just slapped onto a packet of crisps. Yes. Slapped onto a yes. Snickers. Yeah. Uh, a thing of milk. Sure, milk. Yeah. yeah. Like uh, with, extra, with extra protein. And it's it's like, like, what's that mean? Yeah. Like, it's it's, it's yeah. a buzzword. Yeah. It's marketing, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, I remember, Grace, and this was one of my lowest protein moments. I had a tin of tuna. Okay. And a fried egg together. Oh, no. And Grace, oh, no. okay. Grace, the combination. Because a fish taste and an egg taste are both oh. very extreme. Grace, oh, Grace, I nearly like jumped out the window. Like it was the worst thing that's ever happened to me in my I life. I feel like that combo of food could turn you into a mutant. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's the way <laughs> like, my brain thinks. It's like, well, it's protein. Oh, it's double oh, protein. Like, no, you know what I mean? I actually, that, you know when you feel a yeah. food yeah. when someone's describing it, yeah. that actually is turned my I know. So and much. I'm sorry for doing that, but I just yeah. wanted to get you into yeah. my headspace. No, and it was. It's the extreme headspace you go into with yeah. these diets. I'll, I'll, I'll reassure you to say that it was disgusting in the moment. I didn't go, oh yeah, yeah this is great. Yeah, yeah. I was like, this was a mistake. <laughs> Let me never speak of this again. <laughs> Unless it's to the public at a podcast. But I, I remember at the time telling a friend of mine and he said, oh my God, I was just reading this MMA fighter's biography. Yeah. And he said he went on a, because, you know, fighters have lots yeah. of protein and all that. He said he went on a mad protein binge and he made the mistake of mixing tuna and egg and it nearly made him get sick. So it's like a real thing. Like yeah. if you go yeah. into a restaurant, you're never, although you might get like a, you know, brunch, people get salmon and eggs yeah. and stuff like that. I, I see that a lot. Yeah. But it's just that combination. It's just so wrong. No, tuna in particular. Oh my God. And even then, I'm not really that down with the salmon and eggs. And isn't it mad either. that I haven't even gotten to the end of this okay, diet? Okay, So okay, there's please. so much more, Grace, right? So you have to drink massive amounts of water. Yeah. Why? Because mm-hmm. carbs hold on to water in your body. You know, people talk about like water weight, right? Yeah. So the, the carbs help your body process water that little bit slower. When you're eating no carbs, the water just runs right through you. So your body doesn't actually get to process water in a sustainable, slow way. So, um, oh my God. Yeah. So you have to basically compensate for yeah, that by yeah. drinking copious amounts of water. Copious water. That and be dangerous. He though. recommends for a man four liters a day. <laughs> four liters of water a day. I mean, is that... 
that's like two of those big massive bad again bottles. This is going to be the most obscure quote or reference. But do you ever remember the first X-Men movie? Um, yes. Where they turned oh the politician my God, yes. into a I know exactly and he basically looks yeah. like a jellyfish. Yeah. That's what I'm imagining yeah. you looked like do, drinking four litres of water yeah. a day. Yeah. And you know, you wouldn't always hit four litres, but if you did, you were like, nice work, bro. <laughs> so a big part of this is like, this type of dieting, as we all know, makes living in the real world very difficult. Yeah. Go out to a lunch with colleagues. Yes. Yeah. I remember at one stage thinking, I'm going to start my own restaurant that sells these meals. <laughs> I, I, like, What's the name? Tuna and eggs. <laughs> I, have, I have no like experience in the hospitality <laughs> yeah. industry, but yeah. I was like, there yeah. needs to be a restaurant yeah. that just it does protein yeah. and no car. You know what I mean? Like that's yeah. the way I was thinking, right? Oh God, I can't eat protein. <laughs> I'm going to change my life course. And we hear about that a lot in the, yeah. you know, the anti-diet, right? Uh, but, you know, go out to a, a lunch with work colleagues and everyone's having sandwiches, everyone's yeah. having pizza, everyone's having curry with rice. God forbid you have rice. Know, like, how yeah. dare you? Um, so so your choices become so difficult. And if, if you end up having like a wrap or a sandwich, you hate yourself. Yeah, You're like, yeah, I've ruined yeah. my whole diet. I'm yeah. a piece of shit. Like, how dare I have two slices of bread yeah. with meat and vegetables in, in, in the middle of it, right? But then, of course, you go on nights out. And as we know from the potato diet episode, I, I get hungry on a night out. I got to bring a little potato with me, right? Are you excited to see me or is that a potato <laughs> yeah. in your pocket? <laughs> is that a raw steak in your pocket? Um, uh, just, sorry, it's just some crab sticks. <laughs> Isn't it, it got a disposable barbecue on them there, guys? Just want to like... Throw some chips on this yeah. barbie. <laughs> yeah. So I'm in Rathmines and I'm coming home from some night out, right? Yeah. I am starving oh, yeah. it's gonna be yeah. like 40 minutes till i get home and i need to eat maybe i was, I was in a yeah. band as i was playing a gig i don't know right starving what's open at night time in like you know the city oh, fast food places right yes yeah basically <laughs> basically carbs yeah basically like do you want green do you want like deep fried carbs yeah because every place is gonna have that so abracababra was oh. the place that was open right i'm nervous grace what did i get in abracababra don't so you were trying to stick to it. So I was, oh yeah, I was like, you I'm sticking to it, but I need food, but I'm going to stick to it. Connor, please do not tell me, did you go in and, <laughs> did you go in to order like just a, a patty of meat? <laughs> <laughs> You're not far off, Grace, but vegetables are also allowed. So you know those like miserable tinfoil trays they have in, um, in, uh, in fast food places that yeah. like, you know, they put like your food in. I got one of those filled with lettuce, tomato, and donor kebab meat. And that was it. And I sat in there, and it took them like half an hour to fucking make the thing for some reason. I don't That's know what. no one. They had to call no like the manager. One. They had to call like head office or something. Like, oh, we've got a guy here. He doesn't want the... Are we, are we legally allowed to <laughs> serve this man? We think he's off his head. Yeah. No one has ever gone into Abra Kebabra. Lads, to explain Abra Kebabra to someone else. Yeah. I don't know if they have it in the UK, do they? Uh, no, but I'm sure they have all sorts of miserable kebab yeah. shops. Um, it is the grimmest place. Yeah. I got food poisoning there Oh, I'm, I'm not surprised. It's like really the lowest of the low, yeah, I think, of, it is. Of, of fast food restaurants. Just go in and get, I'm trying to get it. <laughs> the word health food does not spring to mind. I actually, just the fact that you did it. Yeah. Lucid. Yeah. And like, do you know what it's health? It's like, I'd love if someone at that time went, man, I, I mean, if you're really hungry, I have a banana. He's like, don't show me. Yeah. That disgusting. That fruit. <laughs> do you want to, do you want to kill me with that thing? Fruit. You crazy man. Fruit. Why don't you just hand me a knife and stab me in the I back? don't feel supported right now with you offering me this fruit. Oh my God, Connor. I actually can't believe you did that. Right. Uh, you know, like I wish. I once I ordered a salad hammered in an Eddie Rockets. <laughs> yeah. On like 3 a.m. And, and the guy said, 
know. Because <laughs> I'm sure he was like, love, you need as much carbs in your body right oh now God. as physically possible. Yeah. You're drunk. I was yeah. delighted with myself. I did that, you know. Uh, well, I, I was, I was, I that that tied yeah. me over. That got me yeah. through. And like the other thing is, like you know, you go into like a restaurant that has salads on the menu. The salad's going to be kind of interesting, you know. Maybe it's got some cabbage in there. Maybe it's got some beetroot. Oh, maybe if it's, you go to a proper you know, restaurant, you can get yeah. like a an amazing salad. Do you know if you go into Abercrombie, they've yeah. got the crappy lettuce <laughs> from uh, probably from a wheelie bin, <laughs> like a handful of lettuce <laughs> and busted ass tomatoes. I'm, I'm, I'm going to imagine that lettuce and tomatoes deep fried. Like I can't. <laughs> well, I mean, else. the donor kebab meat is, is not no, known no. for being lean protein. No, no. But when you're in that headspace, at least when I was, yeah. you're thinking, well, this, like, you know, uh, Play Doh meat that yeah. they have here, you know, that's. It's still protein. It's yeah. still protein, yeah. even though it's probably full of spices and salt and all that sort of stuff. That's probably not going to be. It's the fattiest. Yeah, 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 exactly. yeah. It's the fattiest meat. Yeah. Processed, all that yeah. sort of stuff, whatever. So, yeah, it, those were, that was a common kind of yeah. situation for me, just being very rational and things like that, yeah. right? Um, but this diet, Grace, introduced me to the concept, and I can't believe I haven't mentioned this yet, of cheat days. Oh, I, oh, oh, oh. I had never heard of cheat days before. I had never done cheat days before. I had a history with binge eating, you know, emotional eating yeah. that probably didn't really have great vocabulary around. But I yeah, was aware yeah. that there were times in life where I ate lots of junk food and there were times mm-hmm. in life where mm-hmm. I was a bit more balanced than others, right? But I believe that this... So the whole thing is you can eat as much as you want of these set foods during the week, but on one day, and as Tim Ferriss says, go nuts. Are you joking? And he doesn't like, you know... Bodybuilders will have like a cheap meal. Yes. Where they will... The Rock has a very famous one on Instagram. Okay, right. Yeah. I, I wasn't aware of that. But, it, you know, they will have a meal. Tim Ferriss's thing is like sicken yourself on your cheat day. What? Like he is like, he like, and I'm not exaggerating. Like if like he delights in the idea. You you go crazy. If you, if you like, don't ask. You can eat a pint of ice cream. You can go out of your way to eat Snickers ice creams pizzas, nachos, beers, like yeah. everything that you have been denying yourself, have it on this day, right? The the quote unquote science behind it is that this will help reset your metabolism, right? So as we know from talking on these shows, it's your body adapts to diets yeah, yeah, as you yeah, go along. Yeah. So if you then, and this is why bodybuilders have cheat meals, is like because their body adapts like as they go along, but they're like working out all the time. So to stop your body from adapting to kind of hack your metabolism, as he calls it, uh, AK fuck up your metabolism Jesus. for life. Um, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Uh, indulge in, like, you've been eating 2,000 calories uh, a day. If you want to eat 10,000 calories today on your cheat day, go for it, man. Go crazy. And uh, he also uses this as like a little incentive. Like, let's say during the week you have a craving. Let's say during the week you're like, oh, I'd love a pizza. Put that in your diary. And then on Sunday you have that, you know, so it's or Saturday and or Sunday. And it's promoting. Binge eating. Binge eating. Yeah. Binge eating and so starva- eating. You got Well, starvation. So even if you're not hungry, although it sounds like on this diet without carbohydrates, how can you not be hungry? Yes. Um, it's still promoting the whole idea of like waiting for a day of the week that mm-hmm. you can actually enjoy yourself. Yes. Which is just so... The whole problem with, with diet culture in the thing is that like it's seen then that like of six days a week, you're being good. Mm-hmm. And then one day a week, you can be bad. But that just creates then a day that you live for. Yeah. In your it life. Does. And oh, it it's really so does. sad because then you're just trying to get through the other six days of your life yeah. to get to that one day <laughs> that you can actually enjoy yourself. Totally. And he has all sorts of um, 
techniques for like, you know, as he calls it, damage control. That's what he calls in the book. Oh, for stop. like, you know, like drinking prune juice to make yourself go to the bathroom damage control. more. Okay, I'm sorry. What just that phrase, damage control? Damage control is what like say BP, the oil company has to yeah. do after the oil spill. Yeah. Damage control is your, your body. You don't have to damage control your body. You don't owe that to anyone yeah. else. You didn't damage it by eating a food you enjoy. It's just so totally. weird to think that way. And because it wasn't just like, you know, splash out a little bit or, qu- yeah. or quit the diet. It was sick in yourself. Like, you know, it was it was go nuts, right? So I found myself, and this was so strange. And when I look back, so problematic. But like, I look back and I, would, I found myself like eating just bizarre combinations of things yeah. as well. And like, just, and like, having this very like I have to eat all of this before yes, the clock strikes midnight oh yeah like Cinderella you know? yeah. yeah Um, and it's this it's this kind of like last it, I think that before really, Cinderella turns into a fucking lagoon <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> yeah exactly Um, and, and like I mean I, I just like if, if I remember just very specific so bread is obviously becomes a thing like you know so but you're not just gonna go get like you know a half slice pan yeah, of like yeah. you know whole wholemeal bread you're gonna go and get like big fucking crazy ass yeah. baguette yeah. or yeah. you know some mad stuff that you're just yeah. like that you might have seen in a shop during the week and go oh that is something I cannot have right so things like that right but then like I remember going to like Lidl and buying like you know those bags of mini bars you know the mini bars that yes. Lidl have the very yes. specific yeah. like they're like a knockoff Mars yeah. and yeah, yeah, Twix yeah, and all yeah, that yeah, yeah. but they have like uh, a variety bag yeah. and I would get one of those and I would just like spend the day trying to like get through that bag and like, as well like you're like not enjoying 13 it tiny bars yeah. totally and you're and there's a sort of like um, there's a, a manic. manic there's a, a panic, panic. Yeah. there's panic and also it's like okay what else do I want to eat yeah. what else did I want to eat because actually do you know when you do have now that I'm kind of practicing intuitive eating when I have chocolate yeah there's only so much like when you're yeah. like when you allow yourself to eat chocolate whatever you kind of want mm. You kind of end up being like, oh yeah, should I have chocolate? Maybe after dinner I might have something. Because you're not fixated on it. Yeah. So when you're eating chocolate like, and you're just like, what else did I want during the week? You don't want it after you've had a ton of it. Mm-hmm. But then you might Tro- be like, totally. oh, but I also said I thought I wanted a donut. Yes. And then you're like, I'll go out and buy a bunch of donuts. But then you're so full and yeah. it's like, I didn't donuts, enjoy that it. was another one as well. Yeah. Craft beers, you know, yeah, real rich, yeah, yeah. like sickening kind of yeah, stuff that yeah. in reality you're only going to have one donut. Yeah. You're only going to have a couple yeah. of mini bars. You're only yeah. going to have a few slices of bread. You're only going to have, have a few beers in a night out. A, a like, couple of beers. Enjoy it, like, but yeah. when it's like restricted, you're like, yeah. I, I, I'm yeah. going to have fun. And then you, and and you buy six donuts. You buy, you buy, yeah, 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 yeah. You buy six donuts, you eat like two or three yeah, of them yeah. and then you have to throw the rest out. Yeah. And he would recommend throwing stuff out because if it's in the house, you will be tempted. And, and also, that's such a waste It's totally promoting food waste, right? And like the other thing is like, I remember like, because obviously you'd be weighing yourself through this experience, you'd be kind of measuring your, your progress and all that. Like, let's say you lost five pounds in a week. You could do your cheat day and put six pounds back on from the amount of food you would eat. But then by, by say, doing it on Sunday, by Tuesday or Wednesday the following week, you're back down, like you're, you've broken even again. Do you know what I mean? Like, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. so it has an immediate kind of impact. It just shows like what must be happening in your body. Your poor body. Like, I know. It's such an attack on your body, isn't it? Like, yeah. Like, so I just think ultimately it, as well as being such a restrictive thing, it promotes such an unhealthy way yeah, of eating. Yeah. He was interviewed on Mark Maron because Mark Maron is big into kind of like dieting and health food and he talks okay. about his mom having like kind of disordered eating and stuff yeah. and um, that being a big thing in his life kind of growing up. 
and he ha- he had Tim Ferriss on. He's like, oh, you're the first health guy I ever had on, but like I do the slow carb diet and all that sort of stuff. So that's like kind of like how big yeah. it kind of was. Yeah. But I remember Mark Maron seeing, saying like, really, this whole cheat day thing? Like, I mean, you don't, maybe you don't understand the propensity for the amount of crap that I can actually put in my body yeah, on a day yeah, if given yeah. the opportunity. And Tim Ferriss is like, no, no, it's like, it's, it's part of the fun for Tim Ferriss. It's part of the like, how much garbage can you yeah waffles and pizza and all that stuff like that's that's part of the fun you cannot go too much but clearly he has not met me he has not but met it's someone not even who... that it's not even that connor it's like you know we can all turn this in on ourselves sure. and go like oh yeah but you haven't met me and i'm 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 a bottomless pit of despair but like <laughs> p- eating disorders just be serious for me eating disorders are the number one had the highest death rate of any mental illness. Wow, didn't know that. Yeah. It, we obviously joke about dieting and fad diets because we want, it's a, I think it's a great way of talking about diet culture and to make mm. us all see how crazy it is. Yeah. This is promoting binge mm. eating. Mm. People, seriously, I have as well before and continue to do on off. Like, it is a great challenge in my life. This is a serious thing. Yeah. This guy has no qualifications mm-hmm. to talk about it. For him to be on Mark Marin, one of the biggest podcasts, to me is like so devastating. Why not bring on a professional who deals trying to uh, with people with eating disorder sure. recovery? Yeah. Instead of bringing on this guy, who's like, oh, no, it's it's gas. Yeah. Six days a week, people are like crying, eating yeah. legumes in their pajamas, and then, and then they get to stuff themselves, and just, they cry on that day as well. <laughs> and everyone, isn't it just great crack? And it's like this is a proper issue yeah and like it just really gets me that like someone like this and i'm sure he's a great guy i'm not saying but it's like you are not maybe taking this as seriously it's very taken or maybe you haven't done the research listen these things everyone has little life hacks on their own that work for them yeah great you you do you but to go and sell millions of books or whatever Mm -hmm. and be like this is what you should do and should not take it seriously if you are going to put it out there in a book you better you better have your research done Mm -hmm. and you better have talked spoken to actual professionals who deal with it. Damn, I really hope he hears this now. Yeah. And he's like, fuck, I better change my ways. Yeah. Because when I think about like how kind of diet culture has been called out so much more in just the past two or three yeah. years, it's way, it's 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 a long time since this, you know, book came out. Really, if yeah. this book came out in yeah. 2010, I probably read it in like 12, 13, yes. you know. So. Which was the height. Like, yeah. funny enough, I, there's a thing on TikTok where t- um, people who are like Gen X generation are like, why are like millennials so obsessed with thinness <laughs> and it's like oh you didn't experience the early noughties yeah. and the te- n- the tens yeah essentially they were horrendous for diet culture yeah. really bad and it has affected us yeah to such a degree that we have to slowly dismantle hopefully the next generation coming after us don't have to deal with that i don't think they should and i hope they have a better image like you know they have a better relationship with food but like we did, we went through it. Like mm-hmm. this stuff was not only not only was it like celebrated, but it was like this is our war. Do, this is our war. Yeah, <laughs> this was our Vietnam. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like, yeah, you know. So the thing about this, Grace, that's so crazy. When you hear about all of these kind of like you know things that you have to do, I can't remember because we're talking like you know eight nine years yeah. ago. I can't remember the all of the timelines and all of the details, yes. right? But this diet became for me essentially like my version of Weight Watchers. You know, we talked yeah. before about how it's the thing that you first try it, you do it for a while, you lose yeah. a bunch of weight, yeah. then you stop doing it for a while, you put yeah. the weight back on and then it becomes this thing that you kind of constantly come back to. Oh, yeah. I'm, oh I'm, I'm off the wagon, it's holidays, it's Christmas, whatever. Yeah. Must get back to Weight Watchers. For yeah. me, it was must get back to the slow carb diet yeah. for years. Like, you know, right. so there was definitely a period for, I don't know, 
I want to say a year, maybe two years where I was sticking to this quite well. You know what I mean? And I was losing weight and I was feeling good because, you know, if you are eating a lot of protein and you are exercising and you're eating a lot of vegetables and a lot of kind of beans and legumes, you will have some kind of positive health benefits. Definitely in the short term. Now, yeah. Also, like there's the smokeness factor. (laughs) (laughs) What do you mean? The smokeness factor. I always... I always was like, I feel amazing. Sure. And in my head, I, because I, because you have to stick to a diet, yeah. you are kind of tricking yourself into thinking. Like, I'm not saying I don't. don't. Think, I don't think I've ever been smoked, though. Oh, have, I, have I ever been smoked? I don't know. You talked about <laughs> veganism for a while there. Um, no, but like, <laughs> no, but like, I mean, like, you know, when you're in a diet, right, you're almost having to trick yourself that this is sustainable. Sure. Yeah. And that you actually are enjoying it. Yeah. Because you are... Like, there's parts of it, I'm sure, you, you do get the benefits of it, don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. But there's also parts of it like, this is really hard. Yeah. And like, but no, I feel amazing though. And mm-hmm. and that's why you bring it up with people and you talk, because you need to get it back that this yeah. is working. Well, also, great, also you know? though, because for some reason, people are obsessed with what everyone else is eating. I don't, oh, yeah. in my entire yeah. life, I've never given a fuck what anybody else is eating. Yeah. But for my entire life, people have always cared what I'm eating, whether it's, Oh, are you having a second dessert? Yeah. Oh, you're having pizza. We're all having salad. Oh, you're having salad. We're we're all having pizza. Yeah. Oh, we're all having yeah. meat. You're all having vegetables. What's yeah. that all about? You yeah. know what I mean? Whereas I'm at the table with someone. I'm like, good for them. They're eating food. But for some reason in my life, it's everyone is like, why are you eating that thing? So you have to constantly yes. justify why you're eating what you're eating. So another aspect of this uh, diet, another one of its many faceted (laughs) diets, is that it has all these kind of add-ons and Mm -hmm. hacks and kind of boosters, as it were, right? That are kind of optional, right? Like as long as you're doing the main stuff, like, you know, but these are kind of like the cool guy, like, well, if you do this, bro, you totally like lose some fat off your abdomen. (laughs) Uh, Oh my God, is abs from abdomen? Yes. Oh my God. Are you joking? That's why I don't have them because I don't know where the, I don't know the origin of the word. But where are they? Yeah. Um, so, so the big one was cold showers, right? So this comes from Ray Cronice, who is also the creator of the, the mono diet or the potato yeah. diet. Uh, he was like a former NASA scientist who started um, doing experiments with cold water. But also, I believe he uh, may have co-opted this from this guy called Wim Hof, yeah. who I'm sure you you have to have heard of Wim Hof. In no, the, what no. The, the ice man. No. no, he's this like Nordic uh, man who started doing all these self kind of experiments in like the 80s and 90s. He climbed Everest in a pair of shorts and, and bare feet and or maybe he had runners. I can't remember. Petty Duke Crow Patrick in his bare feet. Oh, Jesus. Well, yeah. Say what? I'd say do it. Do it, do it <laughs> and you do the old pilgrimage now with the bare feet. But I'm surprised you haven't heard of Wim Hof. Wim Hof. No. No. He, he's, he's so he's big into. I've, I've heard of the Hof. Right. <laughs> Cold water therapy, breathing, and how cold water uh, helps. You see a lot of people cold yeah. water swimming and stuff like that helps with like reducing inflammation. It supposedly helps you lose weight. It supposedly helps with your mental health and okay. things like that, right? So Tim Ferriss was like the first person who kind of introduced me to this concept. And to be honest, cold showers are amazing if yeah. you can stand them. Like, you know, yeah. they, they re- you really feel like invigorated after doing yeah. them. So that was one thing, right? I won't uh, go too much into that, but I remember feeling amazing, like genu- yeah. genuinely like, just bursting with energy. Uh, oh, God. <laughs> so I'm, I'm almost I'm almost done here, guys. Yeah. So, But there's just a couple of little more things, right? There was a treat that you were allowed to have of an evening. Ooh. And that was a glass of red wine. <gasps> 
Sacre surprise. <laughs> so I developed myself a nice little wine habit. I never drank wine before this. What? Really? I mean, I drank wine when I was like, you know, you take a bottle yeah, of yeah, wine yeah, yeah. and you just drink it in a field. Go, oh, yeah, this is gross, yeah, like yeah, horrible yeah, white yeah. wine or whatever. But I developed a like a taste for like, you know, early to mid twenties, enjoying a glass of like Merlot after dinner or something like that yes. at night, reading a book, yeah. glass of wine. Yeah. And that was a real... I almost, didn't know you were a 40 year old woman at this I point. I know, I know. <laughs> right. It was almost like a, a classy little kind of like treat that you yes. could have and be like, and, and you know, and in the book, he's like, you know, if you have two glasses, not so bad. And I'm like, okay. And then sometimes I would find myself like drinking an entire bottle yeah, of wine on yeah. a weeknight. Um, That's so interesting. And it does actually, I think when you have a treat like that, it's taking the edge off. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, but then Grace, there were the supplements. Oh my oh, God. I'm, of course there were supplements, yeah, right? So he, this is fucking crazy, right? And I'll try to get through this quickly because you could probably do a whole episode on supplements, but it's, it is part of this, right? Okay. This is an optional part, right? Okay. So he recommends this stack of supplements. When okay. you take like multiple supplements together, it's, it gets it's called a stack yeah. and it's called PAG. P-A-G-G. P for polycosinol. A for alpha lipoic acid. G for green tea extract. G oh for God. garlic. I said all that without reading off a screen because it's burned into my oh brain. Oh my God. Right. So. You make such intense eye contact. I know because well. I wanted yeah. to let you know yeah, that yeah. I don't need to read off the screen. That is nuts. Okay. So green tea extract is meant to be good for longevity and anti-aging. Garlic is meant to be good for like reducing inflammation. Uh, alpha lipoic acid. Don't know what that's for. Um, but you can get that in. Yeah. So you can get those three in any health store in Ireland, right? Over the counter, right? Polycosinol is a fruit extract that is not. It's it's a it's a supplement in a tablet form. It is not. It is not um, available in Ireland, right? So oh that's very can frustrating. Can I just ask all of these supplements? Did our European ancestors have these? <laughs> I doubt it. I sincerely doubt it. Yeah, I may be wrong, but you're meant to take PAG four times a day. So uh, that's that's three like or three or four sets of these four tablets every day. Right? Oh my god! And I could not get the P, the polycosinol <laughs> for ages, right? And I could only get ac. You know, you're going into like fucking pharmacy and going like, do you sell polycosinol? And they're like, never heard of it. And you're like, no, I'll try <laughs> somewhere like, else. Are you that guy who's going around to Abercrombie's getting salad? <laughs> uh, so you become so obsessed looking for the stuff. I eventually end up ordering it online, right? And it came. <laughs> Oh God! And Grace, the seal was broken on the, the tub, and I remember being like, "Oh, that's not good." It was full of cocaine. <laughs> um, so I started taking it, and within a day of taking it, I remember feeling as if I was going to burst into flames. What? The body heat, like. Grace, the fucking body heat. And I was like, oh, well, clearly it's that, like, it's, yeah. it's either a combination of these four things, it's the frequency I'm taking them, or it's just that one mystery tablet that I ordered from America, right? <laughs> with, the, with the cap already taken off. Yeah. yeah. Like, when I say I felt like I was going to burst in the flames, like, I thought I was going to pass out, like, with the, the heat coming from internally, right? Yeah. Crazy, like, really scary. Like, yeah. generally scared, we right? We are sitting through a heat wave right now. We are. Yeah. This, what we're, what we're experiencing now is nothing. I say that with no exaggeration. Oh, like, Grace, seriously. And that's actually very worrying because currently there's a podcast called One Click and it's about a deadly diet drug called DNP and that kills people and they overheat to death, right? What? Yes. Okay, but I, I know that what I took was not this, just yeah. from the, the, the research. Probably though. But, you know, the, or just the reaction that happens in yeah. your body, yeah. it's it's not good, right? But I was like, oh, it's this polycosinol stuff. I'll stop taking that. 
I had these supplements in my, you know, cabinet for ages. You know, every now and again, you come back, you go, oh yeah, I'll take that alpha yeah, lipoic yeah. stuff. It was the alpha lipoic stuff that you can get in any any health food store what? in Ireland. Um, it, anytime I took it, I would feel like I was going to burst into flames. And maybe it's something to do with my body, my yeah. reaction to it, whatever. Yeah. Stopped taking it, never took it again. Have you ever heard of an anti-charity? So this this book introduced me and probably a lot of the world to something called anti-charities, right? And here's how they work. Um, goals goals are hard to keep. So yeah. uh, what if you could have such a thing as a commitment contract where you could be held accountable uh, for sticking to your goals, right? Well, you're in luck, Grace, because there's such a thing called a commitment contract and it is a binding agreement agreement with yourself to ensure that you follow through with your intentions, right? But like, it's very easy to just like give up on that, yeah, right? So let's yeah. let's put some money on the line, oh right? Let's get other people involved, oh my right? So there's this website called stick.com, okay? And actually, <laughs> this was such a journey for me, Grace, because oh I went to stick.com last night and I put in my email and I hit forgot password and they sent me a password reset and I got to log in to a website that I've not logged into in eight years. I have a screen grab I'll show you. Uh, Maybe we can put it up on our bonus content for people. (laughs) Um, Basically, so you go into the website, you say, I want to lose weight. Okay. Then you say how much you want to lose. I want to lose, this was mine, I want to lose 75 pounds in 25 weeks, which comes down to about two pounds a week, roughly 1.7 pounds a week or something like that, right? But what's going to happen if I don't reach my goal? What if, what's going to happen if I don't hit yeah. my daily targets? Okay, put some money down, right? And if you don't hit your targets, you'll lose your money. Okay, but where's that money going to go? You get to choose your anti-charity of choice. And they have a list of charities for you to choose from. So wait, if you... And they're... Yeah. So if you... Lose weight, that money will go to the charity. No, if you miss if you miss your target. So if you if you if I want to lose two pounds this week, <laughs> if I want to lose two pounds this week, yeah. uh, and I don't, the part of this money will go to my anti-charity. Anti being the key word. A, a, an organization that I don't want my money to go <gasps> now to. Now I get you. Oh my god. And what was your organization? Oh don't say <laughs> it was the NRA. No. No, Connor. Yeah. You were joking. Yeah. So it was the NRA, National Rifle Association for anyone who doesn't know, an, an association that I really disagree with, that I, you know, like we could talk about yeah, gun control yeah, for yeah, hours. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it also had the option to, uh, for like KKK, for oh pro-life, God. for anti-LGBT charities. Oh my right. God. Yeah. This, is a, this yeah. is a horrendous it's idea. Re- and, and it's still going. You could sign up today, right? Christ. The book, so it, it comes with this whole thing of like, yeah, put your money where your mouth is. You don't want your money going to these fucking NRA fuckers. So you're going to have to make sure you lose that weight, right? Uh, so so it's it's bizarre. And it, it kind of feeds into that kind of like self-experimentation, kind of like daring kind of quality that like Tim Ferriss kind of brings to this thing, right? Yeah. But you also have an accountability person, a friend who can kind of like confirm, yeah. yes, Connor lost yeah. his two pounds this week. Don't give his money to the thing, right? And um, my friend, I remember 
I, I like because because at first you lose a lot of weight, right? And it's yeah. easy to lose yeah. two pounds a week yeah. for, for your first like three or four yeah. weeks of your diet. But then it starts to get really hard. And like, oh my god, I said I'd lose two pounds a week for twenty five weeks. You know, oh my god! <laughs> and then I then then I just I stopped hitting my targets, and I was like, "But I'm not gonna like let the money go." So like, my friend had to had to log in every single week and say, "Yes, yeah, yeah, Connor lost his weight." Like, yeah, you know. it's like the NRA. We don't want the yeah. money going to the bloody NRA. But, but they stopped sending my friend reminder emails, and I only remember this because I logged into an old Gmail last night, and there was a message from him going like, "Hey man, that stick.com website is a piece of shit." Like, they they keep uh, forgetting to send me reminder emails, so I have to log in like every like you know at a certain time or your money is going to go to this organization. Oh my God. And and, and last night when I was thinking about it, I was like, well, of course this isn't a thing anymore. This is so problematic. It's so stupid. It's it's really just like a first world fucking nonsensical thing. But it's still going. And it's like who we are and what are... uh, And I was like, well, maybe they've stopped doing the anti-charity thing and the testimonials on the website are also there. And a very quick kind of sidebar, when I was in Edinburgh Fringe Festival um, a couple of years ago, people walk around handing out flyers and this one person was handing out a flyer saying, oh, you want us to come see this uh, comedian? He was an Indian, uh, British comedian. And he, um, ha- on his flyer, he had a before and after picture of him being very heavy and one and being like having yeah. lost a lot of weight. Yeah. And th- the description of the show was how he kind of had lost the weight and the things he had done. And I was recognizing all of this from the slow carb diet. And, and the, the ace up his sleeve was using an anti-charity on stick.com. Oh, stop. So oh it's a thing that yeah, people yeah. do. And, you know, uh, I can't believe I'm like, there is part of me that's like embarrassed to say like, you know, I can't believe I kind of bought into that shit. I'm, you know, I'm a lot older and more mature and more, yeah. I guess, like, you know, I understand the world a bit yeah, better now yeah, like yeah, yeah, than when yeah, I was like yeah. 21, 22, whatever age yeah, it was. Oh my God. <laughs> Connor, completely. That's what get, getting older is. Can I also ask, did any money go to the NRA? No, it didn't. And, and I actually have the screen grab as proof of that. Um, but it was so bizarre to like log in and see that, you know, yeah, and seeing yeah. like, uh, I'll actually just um, show it to you here. Um, Let me see. Oh God. Oh. Like, yeah, it's, it's a very like well set up website. It looks totally legit. It looks yeah. like a totally legit website, oh you know? But it was such a trip down memory lane and it was so like, I used to like, you know, my friends be like, you're crazy, man. You're crazy. Like, what are you talking about? And I'd be like, yeah, I know. And just that's, it's gonna like, you know, make me act like It's better. just nuts. $250 yeah. is what I pledged. So oh if, so basically if I missed my targets, 10 euro, $10 a week would go to uh, the amount of guns your yeah. weight has bought, huh? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> a gun for every baby in America. <laughs> My name is Franklin Rutherford Swanson, and I'm the current CEO of the National Rifles Association. This is a public thank you message to the fine people at stick.com for their continued and subversive support of our organization. You see, the great thing about stick.com is that, well, goals are tough to achieve. So why not put some of your hard-earned money on the line and hold yourself accountable if you fail? Want to lose weight? Maintain weight. Run a marathon? Or just rearrange your garage? Well, all you have to do is go to stick.com, pledge cold hard cash, as little or as much as you like, and select from one of their anti-charities. There you can find the NRA, the KKK, pro-life charities, and anti-LGBT causes, and other maniacs like us. And if you don't hit your goal, we get your money. 
That's right, you climate change believe in abortion, heaven, pronoun, love, and snowflakes. Can't lose two pounds a week for a year because it's not physically possible. That's money in my pocket. Can't maintain your ideal weight after life events beyond your control. That's dry cleaning bills paid in full for the KKK's white robes, and them boys need it. Stick.com. Every failed goal is money in my pocket. This is a real thing. Although the 4-Hour Body program states that it includes slow carbs, not no carbs, it also features unlimited amounts of protein to help keep hunger at bay. But there is such a thing as too much protein, right? What? (laughs) And protein can cause you to take in excess calories. As a result, your body can start to store more fat, which can lead to weight gain, right? Um, and And while the program will likely help you lose some weight, it won't teach you anything about how to maintain that weight loss. Because as yeah. I said, as soon as I would go on a cheat day, the weight would basically come yeah. right back and that day. how have you learned anything if you've gone from essentially a really restricted yes. diet to binging? Totally. That's, well, it's not going to be the rest of your life. Exactly. It also emits several critical food groups like fruit, as we said, and yeah. like grains of any kind, uh, which can lead to nutritional deficiencies and promotes unhealthy habits like binge eating, as we've discovered. Experts agree that eliminating grains, fruit, most dairy, and certain vegetables, along with encouraging binge days, can lead to nutrient imbalances and unhealthy eating patterns. What's also really sad is in doing this research, I found myself looking at the websites I used to look at when I was looking for advice, right? Uh, I used to visit these for advice and I see posts that are like from five, six, seven years ago, eight, nine years ago, uh, that literally haven't been commented in that long because the, the, a new fad has taken over, yeah. I assume. Yeah. Probably keto. And the yeah. difference with keto, keto is very similar, except you're like able to have unlimited like fat and dairy or whatever, yeah. you know, uh, whereas you're not able to have it on this. Um, but I'd, I'll see threads dedicated to like questions like, so like when you're drinking four liters of water, do you like put lemon in, you know, and there's like 50 comments on it and you're just like, or like I had a sandwich at the company picnic at work. Like, what should I do? Like, you know, and it's just like, I hated being yeah, in that obsessive yeah, headspace. Yeah. A sandwich, like. Yeah. But do you know what, Connor? Like, you made such a good point earlier about even with the supplements. Like, I don't know what, like, this sup- that supplement overheats my body. I don't know what damage yeah, to- that's done to my body. That could be said for any diet. Yes. I don't know what damage this has done to my metabolism, what it's done to my body. Restricting food and then unrestricting it on off your entire life is going to have mm-hmm. cause you health issues yeah. yo-yo diet they say that that it's not actually the weight it's not only it's weight stigma and yo-yo dieting totally. that has caused the most health issues with people yes you know what I mean and they're still looking into it because unfortunately there's very few people in our society who have not been touched by dieting yeah. or particularly whether it's women or like anyone who's maybe heavier or larger you know their lives have been touched with dieting because that's what we demand of them and there's you know? also this thing that when you're older, your metabolism slows down and gets worse. Yeah. And that's up for debate, right? Yeah. And, and some people would say that, you know, you, oh, yeah, like young people have a great metabolism. They can eat whatever they want, right? When young people start dieting, usually yeah. in their 20s, like like really extremely yeah. dieting because they're maybe they're socializing yeah. more, maybe they're they're dating or just, more. Just also, um, you know, societal societal pressure, pressure of that yeah. age. And their, di- their body has changed. Their yeah. body has matured, yeah. I guess. Yeah. 
that's when you start doing these extreme diets. That's when you fuck up your metabolism. That's when you confuse your body's like natural kind of like weight maintenance uh, hormones and signals and all that. So maybe that's why when you're older, it's harder to lose weight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Or else it's just like, you know, it's funny you know, our bodies are based on kind of white men as in like, you know, essentially like when Darwin came up and he was like, I think my body's the best. So everyone should just look like me. You know, women always say like, oh yeah, when you get older, it's hard to, you know, Mm -hmm. lose weight. It's also just because that's probably what happens to women's bodies. We have more fat than men. Mm -hmm. And when you get older, after a a lot of women would have had children, you get to an age where it's like, that's the way your body is now. And you're weirdly fighting it because you're like, I should look like Darwin. (laughs) You know? Um, Darwin knew what it was all about. Darwin knew. Thanks for listening to this episode of Fad Camp. As always, we want to thank our producer, Darren Lee. If you enjoyed this episode, please feel free to review us on iTunes, Google Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Great ratings and reviews really help more people find the show and it would mean a lot to us. Make sure to share the episodes with friends and family or on your social media. Every listen helps. And we absolutely love hearing from our listeners. So please get in touch with any of your diet stories on fadcamppodcast at gmail.com. This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network, a hub for the creative and the curious. Shows are produced in association with Headstuff and the Podcast Studios Dublin. Find out more or become a member at headstuffpodcasts.com.